Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidmen podcast, a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. forget how to start it <laughs> we're back this is our season two I, I guess we can call it season two. season two it's been how long two months yeah feels like it's been a lot longer than that it does mm-hmm. it seems like three or months or something yeah, like that I thought, like, we did last a long week. Time. I thought they canceled us yeah <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah the deer park commercial thing is there yeah they was i was seeing stuff come through the mail here at the church from deer park water yeah. to, to beverly and uh I, I haven't heard nothing so it's yeah. kind of no one can find Spooky. it. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. It hasn't gotten to our heads or anything. Hope it's, we're, no, I hope we're it's playing good. Hard to get. We're we, playing hard to get. We right. hope it's good. But anyway, this is Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast, and we are uh, took a break uh, during vacation Bible school, and um, uh, we're back and getting started here and coming to the, the podcast room today and literally had one hour and tried to refresh myself on how to use this stuff. So hopefully nothing goes wrong over here. So let's go. Around the room and induce it's freezing in here. Yeah, uh, it's isn't it? Very is it cold. nice? It is not. It feels I, good. I think it feels good. Yes, thank you, Andrew. I mean, my natural body temperature is like 110. Travis is so cold, his teeth are chattering over there. <laughs> but let's go around the room and uh, show you who's there. Show you. Like, you guys can see who's here. Look here. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, over here to my left is the one and only Travis Johnson. Give up to Travis. Let's do your audience back there, too. Balder. Travis has Travis did uh, shave his head. Yes, Balder. And it's time to talk about the real issues. Okay. Like that, like that vanilla bean. Starbucks frappuccino. How much? And like, and like, how big does a cup have to be? That's actually a legit question. That's actually a legit question. That is a very good question. Yeah, because, because yeah. if it doesn't really have a hand. These are questions that kids ask. You have to be prepared to give them answers when they ask you. You're right, Travis. <laughs> and, and over here in front of me is, is uh, my daughter. And uh, she, uh, what, what, what's... <laughs> Oh, she had, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor is going to be having a baby soon. I'm going to be a papa, grandpa. I'm going to be a pop. So give it up for uh, Taylor Binge here with us today. Say hi. Hi. Travis got bald, and I got bumpy. Bumpy. I got bigger. I got bigger. And next to her is my son-in-law, Justin. I kind of like that. You like that? That's his iPhone. That's really good. Justin, say hi to everybody. Hello. And over here, oh, we got to give Justin the hand clap. 
Did I get Taylor Hank that too? I, I think, think so. I can't remember okay. my brain. Okay. And over to our right is none other than Andrew Griever. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the thumbs down one. <laughs> Say hi, Andrew. Hi. Uh, <laughs> anything to say? Good to have you back. Have you made any new... Uh, he hasn't left his room. <laughs> have you got any new voices that you've been working on by chance? No. Haven't? Okay. What does the Donald Trump? The Scottish guy, I think. It's, uh, yeah, awesome. Okay. Well, we'll hear from them guys in season two, won't we? Maybe. I hope so. Why don't we go on vacation? Oh, man. <laughs> Is that time here? And, and to my right is Jared. Oh, Jared's not here. Jared, Jared, is he here today? No, Jared's not here. No, he's, he's working one of those things. Actually, he got a new job. Working for Pepsi or something like that? I think well, he works for Pepsi. He works for Coke. Um, he is the owner, manager, CEO, and founder of Tim Hortons. He is, um, I'm pretty sure he owns Dunkin' Donuts, too. Uh, he works 13-hour shifts there and at Tim Hortons. And on the weekends, he works 28-hour shifts at Pepsi. What about Grubhub? Grubhub, he owns that, too. <laughs> but anyway, what we're going to talk about today is uh, Rowdy Kids. And Now, we had a... a a request on our Facebook page, a Sticks and Dirt uh, Facebook page, and uh, uh, from, I forget who it was, Linda, it's been a while since I looked at it, she's one of our, she's our only faithful listener. She's our, she's Lindsay? A, she, Lindsay, right. yes. Way to go, Randy. She's, um, <laughs> oh, I've been a while since I got on the Facebook page, and <laughs> right after, <laughs> right after, out. <laughs> oh, you know what, that's exactly right, <laughs> because that was, <laughs> That would be embarrassing if she was to hear that. I called her Lindsay or what? Linda. I, I called her Linda instead of Lindsay. So let's. You'd be honestly, like that let's, little. Let's that edit little that out right now. Podcast edit. <laughs> <laughs> there. You'd be now, like that. Welcome that to the video. Yeah, that, and with that little boy, it's like Linda, Linda, listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> well, anyway, um, she had sent a request on the. Uh, I'm I'm so glad we got that feature on there now because now she'll never know that I missed. Oh right, yeah. Announce her name. So right. yeah. um, well, now, yeah. well now she <laughs> you got to edit it again. No, yeah, I have to edit it. Okay, let's just rewind it and podcast edit. We're so grateful that Lindsay sent us a, a message on the uh, on. A, did I say her name right? That's yeah, it. I did. You're right. On, yeah. Okay, you got it. The first and, time you got it right. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> First try. First try. Oh, we need a sound bite for Batman. Oh, yeah. First try. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, send us a thing on the Facebook page, something about um, uh, not so much rowdy kids, but I guess it would be rowdy kids, but I guess unchurched kids who are coming to church and they're just like, they're in an environment they've never been in before. Um, and so it's kind of hard. How do you control these kids? So it may not be. Uh, answers specifically for what she's requesting, but we're in the ballpark. So we're going to, have to talk about, you know, maybe some little pointers here on how to deal with rowdy kids in, in your kids' church and class, and hopefully some of these things here. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Will uh, help us out here as we go through this. Each of us will have one here, and uh, Jared's not here today. And, uh, as always. Yeah. And so he was supposed oh. to do one. Oh, yeah, I know it, guys. He'll be back sometime. 
and um, in season three, in season three, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so I'll probably do his since he's not here today. So let's go around the room over here. I think uh, up first we had Andrew to do our first one. Right. We have to do our drum roll. I like guns. That's nice. Okay. Point number one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read a dictionary definition. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Rowdy kids. They don't want to sit down and be quiet. It's very easy to just be like Lieutenant Dan. Be like, get down, shut up. <laughs> it's very easy to do that. Sometimes you need to, depending on how they're acting, maybe what they're doing. Maybe they're being mean to another kid. You maybe need to sit them down. But a lot of the times, use that as a last resort so you don't make them feel bad. Oh, I'm in timeout. This church is mean. Uh, Be like that. Talk to them. Maybe they're rowdy because they have something they want to tell somebody and no one's listening. Maybe you can be that person that listens to what they have to say. Maybe something really exciting happened at school that no one knows about yet, and you can be the first one to know about it. And then they can feel like, okay, well, he knows, so I can... It's easy to talk to people, so now I can talk to other people about it. You know, just simple stuff. Don't always just be like, sit down, stop talking, don't do anything until we start. Now, what about, what about let's say, uh, when will we talk? To, what do you guys think about when would you talk to a kid when he's rowdy? Let's say he's rowdy during the lesson. And so how would you, how would you present that to him? You know, of course, you don't want to call him out. Right. You know. Usually what we do is we just have someone just go sit by him. Just to have them calm down. And then at the very end of the lesson, maybe during the game before we start the game, like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, we, that's where, again, where Rose comes in a lot. She'll do that to kids. She's our uh, bouncer. Yeah. (laughs) Gentle bouncer. Yeah, she's a soft bouncer. And she'll come back and talk to them, try to calm them down a little bit. And I understand because I've seen kids that are, they have, they have issues. And just coming down and talking to them and trying to communicate with them doesn't, really soak through and get through to them a lot. And I've seen sometimes where you just you had to kind of gently escort them out, you know, like during a lesson. It's kind of embarrassing, but, you know, let's go over here and, you know, misdirect them or something like that. But, yeah, communication is always a first step. Or you and could just maybe, maybe at the same time communicating, you can actually go up to the kid and be like, hey, I understand that you're, like, really hyper and you want to play, like, right now, but if you can hold out and just try to, like, settle down, listen to the lesson, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a game afterwards and you can have a lot of fun then. Yeah. Something like give them a, give them a, a the light center. at the end of the tunnel, essentially. Yeah. Like, show them that there's a light there, you know what I mean? Instead well, of, like, because they might just be sitting there for, like, 15 minutes, and we all know that kids' attention spans can be lost in, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. So 15 minutes could feel like an hour to them. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So that's why a lot of times when we do our lessons, I like to keep it kind of brief as we can. And entertaining. Inter- yes, entertaining. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if they're just up there, if someone's monotone, just, no, if you turn in your books to <laughs> Job, the script, Job yeah. 3, 5, <laughs> I, I would fall asleep. Yeah. Be, like, be like Russell off of up. Good afternoon. My name is Russell. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's do, uh, is that it, Andrew? You got it covered? Last resort, just have a whip. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, there, he's got one with him. Okay. All right, let's do our, uh, Justin will be doing our second one over here.
We got pistols and grenade launchers today. So. <laughs> kind of more like an RPG. I can, I can use that for my uh, my segment here. Um, grenade launchers, give them something to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no uh, I was just going to talk uh, really briefly about um, sometimes when kids are acting out. Uh, I'm not saying this is always the case, but, you know, I mean, this very well could be the case in this situation, in the situation that you might have at your church. But if the kid is acting out, maybe just giving them something to do uh, might help resolve the situation, such as um, a couple examples that we may or may not use at uh, our church here is uh, on a Sunday we have a, we have like offering contest and we have a school board. So if we... I mean, use them in that situation to where they can, you mean, like, say one kid's acting out and we want to get them to calm down. We can say, hey, you mean, would you mind going up there and taking that two off the school board and then giving them the new, you mean, number and they can put it up and it makes them feel used. It makes them feel, like, excited. Like, they, a lot of times these kids are just looking for an adult's approval. And they just, and yeah. That could really help them calm down a lot. Or or maybe, like, on our Wednesday night, and we do this occasionally. I mean, we'll ask one of the kids, like, hey, can you go grab the cups? Or or maybe there's some napkins. Or, like, maybe a smaller kid spills a drink by accident. And one of the bigger kids, we just look at them, like, hey, can you go get some napkins and help clean this up real quick? Yeah. So, you mean, giving them something to do might help keep them calm and stuff like that. Um, and I know I know, especially with the, um, the uh, older ones, they – they love to have that, like, it seems like they're they're moving on and they want that uh, little little kid stuff. They want that responsibility. Yeah, yeah, they want the responsibility, especially, I mean, I won't say anybody specifically, but there's some of them that are, like, a little bit on the older side and they, w- they would much rather be doing what we're doing mm-hmm. rather than what we're doing or what, you mean, the kids are doing. So, you mean, they want to be a part of the team. They want to help yeah. out and stuff like That's that. That's actually pretty good because to me, to me, when you see that, uh, a lot of people, uh, I know back in the day, they used to see that trait in a kid. They think, oh, you're getting ahead of yourself. Sit down and listen. Be quiet, you know. To me, that's like this ministry is growing in them. They want to be, mm-hmm. become part of it. It's like ministry is growing in them right now, and it's already starting to work and manifest to them and, so saying no, you're just shutting the door. Yeah, yeah. If you just shut that I mean, down and don't let them work that out. Yeah, I mean, like they could, they could, they could be asking for something that you might think is overly ambitious, but you can maybe make it not so ambitious, but still make it useful mm-hmm. to where they can still do it. But yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's not going to overwhelm them, and it can help you out or your team. And I like the idea because these kids are always these rowdy kids. They they want to channel this energy. They want to channel this uh, behavior. And they naturally they don't know how to behave themselves in a church if they've never been there before, and especially if these kids at home aren't going to school very much, because sometimes that's the case too. And if they're not yeah. going to school a lot, social interaction, yeah, and they don't know how to. Hey, you're in a classroom setting now. There's a teacher. There's an authority figure here, and they just don't click. They don't know how to do that. They've not been taught that. They've not been in that environment long enough. And their parents have let them not go to school, you know, and don't correct them. And it's sad, but it's like that. And sometimes we get those kids in church. And so we, we face the same problems as a school teacher would. And so and all these things that we bring up are not all the answers, but they're things that you have to try each and every one of these things and come up with your own ideas until something works. Or just take the foundation of the idea and then experiment and, from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just give them a, a channel to 
uh, to work with. You know, like you know, like you said, change the number on the scoreboard, go get some cups or whatever, and. Uh, Hey, we got, we got, we're gonna watch a little movie clip. Will you go turn the lights out for us and yeah. and just stay back there when I give you the signal? You can turn it back on for us, you know. Oh, and they that, and yeah, little jobs like that. That can make the that kid's day. Yeah, easily. and make them feel important and, and like they got something to do and they're part of it. I get excited about that stuff. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> doing stuff. So awesome, very good. Anybody else want to add anything else to that? Yeah, okay, very good. Let's go on to number three. Taylor's gonna take that away for us. Uh, silence (laughs) so this is something that I am very um bad for I can't I can't think of the word I had the word like two seconds ago but it's something that I need to work on and it's not just assuming that a kid is bad because they're they're just bad you've got to find out the root problem of what's causing them to misbehave It could be like maybe they didn't sleep well the night before. Maybe they're just confused about what's going on because they haven't been in a setting like that. They don't really know how to act. Um, Or they're confused about the lesson. Maybe it's like a kid that actually is in your church regularly. They're they're not a visitor or anything, but they just might be confused on the lesson. So you just got to take that in consideration. Um, Guilty. That's the word I was thinking. (laughs) Guilty. Sorry. Um, but you've just kind of got to figure out the root of the problem. Like, uh, I know here we've started doing like, um, giving them snacks before we start service just because some of them come so early, mm-hmm. sit them down, give them a snack. Maybe the sugar got to them and now they're wanting to be all rowdy during church. It might not just be because they're wanting to be misbehaved or not wanting to listen. They're just on a little sugar high, and they've got a lot of energy that they need to get out. So it's best just to kind of find out what's going on, maybe pull them to the side, not in an embarrassing kind of way, be like, hey, um, what's going on today? Is there something you need to talk about? Things like that. They're like, oh, yeah, I had I had a bunch of candy. They might find out they had, like, a whole bag of candy for breakfast. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> maybe we need to use you a little bit more, get out some of this energy. Things like that. I have been this morning. One of the kids said, I had three waffles this morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I could tell, too. <laughs> and, then, and then we had the toaster strudels this yeah. morning. Toaster they had a toaster strudel uh, on top of that. Those toaster strudels oh were amazing. I had one, and I was rowdy. <laughs> hey, while we're on that, here's not, we have a uh, – our church has a hospitality suite, and on Sunday mornings they uh, uh, there's a couple ladies that come in there and, and serve it up every day. They'll either bring – some cupcakes, either homemade or store-bought, whatever, and they get the coffee machines going and stuff and uh, for the adults going there to lounge a little bit and uh, a little hospitality suite. And so we started doing one for our kids here. Amanda come up with the idea. And so we have our classroom that we use on Wednesday nights, and we have a hospitality suite that we use on Sunday mornings. And simple stuff, just bring in some, some orange juice or milk or whatever and some Pop-Tarts or the mini donuts or whatever, and uh, normally our kids would come into our kids' church and go into the, uh, uh, the Connects Kids' Church area and just play at the toys, have playtime before service starts. And now we channel them into the, um, the classroom for hospitality. And they spend a lot of their time in there with their drinks and their uh, cupcakes or whatever and have a, a breakfast. Sometimes it's breakfast cereal. And there we have for them. And um, so 
that, that's an awesome little thing you guys can uh, take in consideration of doing if you have kids that come in early, like you said. And uh, about five till service starts, they shut it down and they get back into the kids' church area. So something there you might want. Also, have like a little craft or something for them. Yes, keep every, them in there just a bit longer. Yep, uh, I was also to get out crayons or a craft or project and let them work on stuff. Have a play-doh that they they like to pull out <laughs> all the time. Yep, they love the play-doh. Play-doh, awesome. Okay. Let's go, uh, anything else on number uh, three there? All right. Let's go to number four. And number four is don't be afraid to talk to parents. And that one has been a, um, that can be challenging for any of us uh, when it comes to the point where you've tried all different types of ideas and methods to try to work with keeping the child uh, calmed down is, you know, maybe it's time I need to go talk to the parent. Um, some people can uh, have no problem with doing that, and they can just go right to the parent and, you know, address the issue. I'm kind of shy. Sometimes I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sometimes they really, you know, get to you after a while, and are like, okay, we're going to mom and dad, and we just go. And you got to be careful with that because you can really get emotional with that stuff. Um and some of these kids can really test you. And, but um, approaching their parents is a situation where you don't know how they're going to act, especially if they're new. And now this is pending the parents are actually here at the church with them. Um, you know, and, and maybe um, addressing the parents that, that they're not coming to church, you know, after a few Sundays or whatever, talk to them at their house, you know, when you go back and visit or whatever. But um, uh, it's... Got handled with kid gloves, and some of the responses I've gotten in the past, my experience has been pretty surprising. Um, uh, normally, you would think, okay, if I go with a mom and dad and, and bring this up, they're going to be mad at me because I've just insulted their child, and oh, my kid's perfect, no way. They're out there, but I think for the most part, I've went and to a parent, and you approach the right way and say, hey, you know what, um, Bobby here's having a great time and all, but you know we do have a uh, we're trying to teach, and we do have a, a, a plan here where, you know, you try to get beat around the bush just a little bit and say, hey, you know, when they're in lesson time, we need to pay attention and whatnot, and the parents know right where you're going at. And um, all of a sudden, you see the parents get this look in their eyes, and they shift their eyes down to their child <laughs> and give them that adult look like you're in for a buster. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of not what I'm after, I, uh, because, you know, when you approach your parents and uh, they see that, okay, this is the only time the teacher has come to me and it's probably something bad, you know. And so I don't want to, as best I can, you know, I have to buffer some of that and say, you know, he, not too bad. We're just trying to put a, um, I don't know, a damper on us before he gets out of control. You know, and I've had some people, parents, you know, just come along and say, yes, we, he's been like this before. He's had problems at school, and we understand, and uh, they know exactly what's going on. And then you find out, maybe you didn't know, that they have issues, you know. They have, you know, medicines and stuff like that. And if you didn't know, you know, if they had the ADD or whatever, you find that out then. You didn't know before. And um, a lot of times I get a lot of cooperative parents that work with me on that. And they, um, again, I don't want to go there and have fire in my eyes 
and because that's that's been there before. And on my way to find the parents, I've had to get that fire in my eyes <laughs> and approach this dif- you know differently when I met them, and uh, had to really catch herself. And so, because um, I don't want them to just get in trouble from mom and dad. We went there to, and say, hey, we want to try to work this out to where they will um, behave in class a little bit more. Parents, if you want to, you're welcome to come in here and sit down with them for a little bit, you know, from time to time to help us out with this if you want to. And, you know, that, that can always be an issue, uh, uh, a resolve. And, uh, but facing the parents is tough. It, it, it really is. It's, it's, it's kind of uh, almost embarrassing sometimes. You hate doing it because it's like, I don't want the kid to get in trouble, but I, I need help here. Or you don't want them to associate you with, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get whooped. So, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want them to, like, think that every single time that, you know what I mean, you go up and you want to say something mm-hmm. to them that, you know what I mean, they're going to think that they're in trouble. You want them to associate you in a good way. So, I guess. Um, you want to trust you. That's why I'm like. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. And then, of course, you run the risk of of the parent just saying, he, he's an absolute angel. He doesn't do anything wrong ever. I don't know what's uh-huh. wrong with you. And yeah. then you end up offending them. Because every parent thinks their kid is an angel. If I can share an experience mm-hmm. I had. Um, now, this is not with Sunday school. This is with toddlers. But it kind of taught me to maybe use parents as a last resort. Because I did have a toddler. I mean, once again, he's mm-hmm. like two. Um, but he kept biting the other children. Oh. And he did it constantly for like four weeks in a row. And one day, his grandma, which is the one who brings him, like, hey, how's he doing? I was like, well, I'm having a problem with him biting. And um, she was like, oh, okay. Well, then she, um, I didn't say anything about it. She would ask me, did he bite today? And I said, yeah, he, he, mm-hmm. he bit a little girl today. And he actually, um, another member of the church ran into her at the store. And she's like, I think I'm going to stop bringing him because he keeps misbehaving. And it was because I was telling her that he was biting. And so that kind of scared me. And I'm like, you know what? If he does something wrong, I'm not going to go to her. Because she's like, he never does this at home. Of course, he's got mm-hmm. a brother who's like seven years older than him. And so, But she was honestly going to stop bringing him just because I kept telling her he kept biting other kids. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of scared me. Like, I don't want to yeah. push some kid away yeah. just because right. they're misbehaving. Yeah. At the same time, you can't have them. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a tough spot. Yeah, it is. You had a good opportunity, though, because the parent asked, How's he doing? Right. Yeah. And like, Oh, boom, take this. (laughs) Let me tell you. Jump in. Open the floodgates. (laughs) Well, let me tell you you what's wrong with your child. (laughs) (laughs) This will take an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, at the same time, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't want to lose them. And so keep it engaged with that parent or whatever and and do what you can to keep them in there and say, Hey, You know, what What can I do? What will you, parent, what will you allow me to do to say, what can I do here? Uh, help me out. And so kind of put it in the court, I guess. Yeah. You know, in a now situation that's like just that. got me all timid of, okay, if I talk to a parent, I'm going to be like, oh, well, then if they're going to be misbehaving, I'm not going to bring them there anymore. And that, that kind of, yeah, see, that, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you talk to the parents, this is what happens to the staff is that in your case, you're getting gun shy and you don't want to ever talk again. You don't want that to happen. So you got to learn to take the situation, work with it, and engage the parent. You know, what can we do? Does he bite at home? Does he ever do it before? So something here 
and this classroom is, you know, triggering this child that says he needs to start biting kids. So we need to figure that out and, you know, work with them, talk with them, say, what can we do? What, what will you allow me to do? What can I say? Do you want to come in here with me for a little bit? Uh, you know, uh, and take it baby steps at a time, literally. You know, little steps at a time, see what you can do. Keep him engaged and say, we let him know we want him here to be with us. And we don't want him to stop coming, but we want to resolve it. So, all right. Anything else? You put hot sauce on all the other kids' arms. <laughs> <laughs> and that kid won't hot ever. Hot sauce. <laughs> Vaseline. That, oh. Something that, like, smells. That's what we do for my dog when he doesn't want bite stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, tear my shoes up. They say, yeah, for pets, yeah, put something on there. They won't bite it no more. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. Number five, I believe, right? Travis. What was it? That was a referee. A referee. Hey, ref. What did I do wrong? Foul. <laughs> Traveling. All right. Um, be willing to take the pressure off your volunteers. Like, if you see a kid running around rampant around this volunteer and, and like, <laughs> untying their shoes and all this stuff and, and the volunteer, like, trying their hardest to get, it to get the kid to calm down, like, don't be afraid to step in. Obviously, something they're doing is not working. Like, they could use some backup. And then I was thinking if, some, if another volunteer is teaching a lesson on Sunday or something, and you see, like, a group of two or three boys are acting up or something, just go over and sit by them and, mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, pay attention. Because, I mean, the volunteer that's teaching, they can't take time out of their thing and single people out and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know that sometimes I've picked up on this um, down through the years. I adapted it because when I'm teaching and I see a couple of rowdy kids that's talking or whatever, and I'm especially when I'm trying to pull off a, a particular point, mm-hmm. I'm talking. I just go up there right in front of them as I'm teaching and put my hand on the shoulder of their head or whatever. Tip. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But if anything, it gets the attention of the uh, whoever else might be in the room for staff to help. Uh, this kid here, you know, <laughs> put my hand on their head or whatever, and they sometimes they quiet and, you know, listen because there's a teacher right in front of me now and putting their hand on top of me and you know, am I in trouble? What's going on here? And sometimes they settle down and listen, and uh, sometimes they continue on as if you're not there. <laughs> and so hopefully there's enough uh, staff there or someone else in your room to help kind of jump in and, and uh, get your back there at that. And then maybe a different – Different kids react different to, to people. Like, some kids in our Sunday school, when I tell them to do something, they won't really listen. But then Alexa will step in and say something, and, and they'll listen to her because I guess she has a more teacher voice than I do. Yeah, <laughs> then, you know, have you noticed that some and people... And vice versa, it happens. Yeah, there's some people, have, either it's just them, their voice, yeah. or the gender, or that the, some kids will, like, pipe down... Or maybe they just have that that face that when you look at them you're like I don't want to mess with them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. A lot of a lot of the women in Connect staff have the mom look. <laughs> yeah, like, the I'm mom look. I'm pretty sure when like kids look at me and I tell them to do something, they're looking at me like, "Dude, you look like a goon." Yeah, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, like, you, what are you talking about? I mean, she might come in there and be like, and I'm like in the kitchen. Like, yeah. Some people, <laughs> yeah. Some people have that. That's exactly right, and that's something you can't really change. So. Maybe uh, find out who that person is in your staff that has that look and has that, uh, that Rose. aura. Rose. And, and let, make, sure they're, make sure they're around you whenever. Rose Alexa, and Alexa. Alexa has used her teacher voice. I've heard Ashen use hers sometimes, too. 
I don't think I ever. Well, no, I have once or oh, twice. I've uh, never heard of Ashton. I've oh, heard of Lexi. Ashton. Never, <laughs> Ashton has a good way of getting um, kids to pay attention during the lesson. She brings them. Um, she doesn't have them sit in their benches. She brings them all up front. Yeah, and if yeah. she's talking and there's like a kid who's just not wanting to cooperate, she'll find a point. And she'll be like, right, Sammy? And so Sammy ah. will look up and be like, what did she just say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she did. She did good today. We had our, our uh, we have a toy store and incentive program. We had our toy store today, and um, when she went lined the kids up after they were done shopping, yeah, she had a good way of getting their attention, mm-hmm. and said, "If you guys are opening up your toys in the auditorium, we will come and take them from you." And she did it in a very tactful way, but they they heard her and they understood, yeah. you know. I've heard her use her teacher voice on Justin. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like yeah. little Justin or her husband? Her, her husband. Oh, okay. her husband. <laughs> We've got like comical. 14 Justins. Yes, we do. Yeah. We were talking about this today, my, my wife. I'm the only one. <laughs> False. My wife uses her teacher voice when she's sleeping. <laughs> she just <laughs> will we'll have bad dreams. And stuff. What is going on over there? <laughs> well, you got to practice to stay warmed up with it. That's how she does it in her sleep. So. So. All right, let's do uh, our last one over here. Um, since uh, Jared's not here. Thanks, Jared. That's a shame. I know it. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do not. his real quick. It's really not. It'll be the last one. Number six. Wow, that was Ouch. loud. You know what? I forgot Ow. about that app. That that sound effect. That's the only one on the board that is so loud. Not like a, a I know. bug hit the windshield going 100 miles per hour. Yeah. What it's, size it's bug? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, is that a weed from New Zealand? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of bugs are you driving? <laughs> like I've hit birds that didn't sound that loud. <laughs> I hit a I hit a crow on the highway going 70. It didn't even leave a dent in the truck. But I mean, if you have a, if you hit a, a bug that's going like that, uh, that's pretty rock. bad. It's it's that's oh like a, it was a rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last one was uh, try and turn uh, discipline problems into ministry opportunities. This is kind of like the uh, take the if life gives you lemons, make lemonade type perspective. So uh, now sometimes I've, I've done this before, and I, I do it with kids. I, and I'm going to step in a diff- different realm here. I don't see where it would be all that appropriate to do it in an adult sanctuary format because adults is like a whole different thing. But in kids' church, um, it's a little bit different. You have a child that has a certain problem with doing something and interrupting and things like that. Take that problem that they're doing and make a lesson out of it and teach on it. Yes, some kids are going to pick up on it and say, you know, that's just like Bobby. He's like, we'll shovel (laughs) over the hand. But still, you need to make it a teachable moment. And uh, find a good Bible story. I mean, it's something to think about. Uh, some people would adapt and try this, and say, some people won't. But uh, it could be uh, something that will help you out. If you can find a good story in the Bible uh, where Jesus says something particular or the Scriptures bear something out that pertain to a certain behavior that we shouldn't do this, kids, you know, uh, either make it your topic or interject it in your lesson to where it's, it's part of it. And you can kind of subtly, you know, introduce it to everyone. And hopefully this child will, you know, grab hold of this. Um, and not only into a lesson, but maybe into a game. You know, I don't know. 
uh, some type of a quiz or whatever and somehow uh, interject, you know, this issue. Do we know how can we solve this? How do we behave? You know, what's the proper way to uh, conduct yourself in kids' church and interject it into something that you do uh, within your ministry and just hope and pray that somehow that filters through and gets to this uh, child that has this issue of being rowdy in your kids' church. So I just had a yeah. brain explosion. Uh-oh. <laughs> and this is not going to make a lick of sense. Oh, goodness. This isn't going to make a lick of sense to any of our listeners or Andrew until after I explain it. But Amanda's fortune cookie at the Chinese restaurant. Opportunities are problems in kids' clothes or in work clothes. Work clothes. Oh, yeah. But it'll just be opportunities are problems in kid form, kid clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of what you're talking about. Like, use the issue that the kid's having as an opportunity to teach on it. Makes a teachable moment. Yes, that, yes. Right she, when you said that, I was like, that's the fortune cookie from today. No, it's a statement cookie. Statement cookie. Statement. Yeah, we, we had Chinese today, and, and they hand out the <coughs> fortune cookies. That are never They're a fortune. Never a fortune. And I call them statement cookies. That's all they are. And what did her say again? Um, opportunity. Opportunities are problems in work clothes. Yeah, and it, and it baffled no, 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 me. No. Problems are opportunities in work clothes. Yeah, that, oh. I think that's Yeah. And I like I, I couldn't I was, I was kind of like like what in the world is that about you know I didn't understand what he was uh-huh. uh, exactly yes thank you tool man and I had a little grunt like what in the world does this mean and I had to sit there and think about it and so Taylor and Tanya kind of gave me a epiphany on it there and and yes it ties into that let the record show that that is the only fortune cookie in the history of the planet to ever mean something <laughs> <laughs> statement cookie true so anyway I think that wraps up anything else for the uh, rowdy kids. There's all kinds we can talk about, I'm sure. But there's uh, six of them there we talked about. Hopefully, it'll help you out. I mean, it's, it's hard to discipline kids any, anywhere. But mm-hmm. me and Alexa were talking about it the other day, and, and she brought something up that she said it's different. You, you can discipline kids at school because they have to go. Mm-hmm. Right. But you've got to be really tactful at church because you want them to come back and you want them to have fun, and, and you, you have to find specific ways to handle things yeah because so. they can go to mom and dad and say we don't like it here and mom and dad will go somewhere else oh yeah right. that'll go in a heartbeat so Can't do that with school no. exactly yeah so all right <laughs> you ready for projects yeah i gotta find the button over here somewhere <laughs> i forget which one it is now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Here's your joy filled jester, Travis Johnson. Phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one and only Travis Johnson. Saying that, but I'm gonna go on Facebook, look up Travis Johnson. They're gonna be all over the place. <laughs> all right, bring the jokes. Freezing here. Yeah. All right, you ready? <laughs> what does a frog order at the fast food restaurant? Oh man. Uh, I think I it is. Huh? You know what it is. What does a frog order at a fast food restaurant? Yeah. 
I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is, too. And I'm going to give a hint. And see if that's it. You might say, no, yay. <laughs> no, okay. yay. No, yay. I'm probably, like, way off with my guess. I'm going to say it has something to do with Burger King. I'm going to say French flies. <laughs> no. That's my guess. Okay. My, my guess is flies. French flies? French flies. Oh, I was That's what I was going with. I knew it was a little bit of a stretch considering it didn't actually say hopper in there. But. Like French fries. Yeah, I get it. I you get, get it? That. that. That's better. That's better. I like that. Do you know French fries aren't really fried in France? They're from, <laughs> Thank you. They're fried, they're fried in grease. Oh, <laughs> I deserve the one. That's a bonus. Wow. All right. That was, that was a freebie one. I like that one, though. Freebie. What or why do um, ducks have feathers? Why do ducks have feathers? It's probably some easy answer, like, so they wouldn't it be is. naked. Yeah, to keep water off their back. Um, I don't know. I'm like, that's a profound question because <laughs> so they can fly. I you know. Why do ducks have feathers? So they can float. Because because that's the way they are. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't need the either. way God made them. <laughs> All right. Why do ducks have feathers? To cover their butt quack. Oh my god. Way too much fun with that one. Yeah. All right. Last one. Are you ready? What is a stealth? Wait, 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 wait. Ooh. You know what we forgot to do? What did we forgot look, to do? Look at them out the window. Look oh, at them. Oh, they're so sad. Yeah, they, they are crying back out there. Yeah. Aww. Uh, go ahead and let the kids in here, Travis. Let's get in here. <laughs> For the <Yeah>. last one. Then it may a little bit. I only understood you. Do it again. Oh. Okay. Well, hold, on, hold on. Hold on a second. We, we need we need to uh, start that over. Oh, oh my God! They're all kinds yeah, of we, we need to start that over there, and uh, so our listeners don't hear this. Okay. So let's edit that out of our podcast. Podcast edit. Oh wait, Travis! Before you go off the joke, we forgot something. Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> the kids back there. Look oh, at them. They're so yeah, sad. they're they're looking at them back over there. See, oh. we forgot to invite them in here before the jokes. <laughs> So Travis, why don't we're, you, we're still if, cracking up about the butt quack over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> won't you invite the kids in here, Travis? Hey kids, come on in. There they come. Now they're happy. No. <laughs> now you get to do your last and final joke. Okay. Are you ready? Right, here we, yes. What is the stealthiest insect? Ooh. The stealthiest. It definitely wasn't the one we hit earlier. No. <laughs> the stealthiest insect. Stealth. That's the key word, stealth. Stealthiest insect. Hidden. Silent. Silent. Stealthiest. Silent. Insect. This was got me. This is a good one. I hope it is anyway. <laughs> not a monkey. 
No, it's not a monkey. Okay. The stealthiest insect is a spider. Wow. A what? A spider. A spider. A spider. Hold on. Hold on. I can't. Double O eight. I can't. Yeah, that one deserves elevator music. Double O eight legs. Stop. Okay. Stop. Double Let's edit that out and get a new joke. <laughs> no, you're gonna take that joke and you're gonna like it. <laughs> what, was that? Was that the last joke? Yeah. Oh, well then we hit. Okay. Well, we hit this kids, get out! <laughs> <laughs> kids, get out! That's all, folks. Why do I not get Jared's "get out" on a soundbite? We have because to, we he's have, never here. Uh, true, yes, true, yes. Very good answer. We have talked about that a long time ago, and I just, I've never done that yet. So we need to get a get-out sound bite from Jared. So, All right, so here, what we're going to do here is a, is a new segment. Name that tune. Not Andrew. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. The Incredibles. Oh, I was actually going with something else. At first, uh, it sounded a little bit like 007. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it does a little bit like 008. Or, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like the, y'all, all I can see is him stepping in this, the, the barrel of the gun. And the, the funny gun. thing is, like, right when it started playing, like, my mind just turned red, and I just see black figures running towards me. Yeah. That's, like, the <laughs> opening yeah, of the incredible. Incredibles. I, got, I, got a I, I see my I got life a vision in of Disney. Jack Jack. She, she, sees, she hears Disney, we hear 007. No, oh, I, I heard Incredibles because. Really? Oh yeah. I pictured. Oh, yeah. I pictured a, a spider in a tuxedo, hanging. Stop! Stop! From the. Stop! <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. Stop! With little mini guns. With a zero zero eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shoot lasers. Pew pew. Right. Star Wars. I, I've, I've probably watched The Incredibles about twenty five times. That's all. I've probably seen it Frozen more. once. <laughs> no. Oh, Frozen is so good. No. Incredibles Frozen. too. Is yeah, okay. Frozen you know, Frozen every, everyone so loves Frozen. You it's know what so I say about Frozen. Let it go. Right. <laughs> let the movie go. You're allowed to say that. Let the, say let the song it. go. Anyway, this this segment here, not that's not going to be our permanent movie, introduction movie, song, movie but we're we're working on uh, movie time. <laughs> we're going to working on a, an idea for an intro song for the toy box, and the toy box is something we're going to do at the end, and pretty much. Um, just kind of go, uh, I guess, open house and whatever. As long as it doesn't have to be related to kids' church, but if it's kind of church-related or whatever, can tie it in. Uh, just kind of talk freestyle here on some stuff. And um, and so well, we're going to go around the room here and see who has something to say. Now, no one has to have something to say every time. Some One person might have something to say, and all of us might have something to say. So it's up to you guys to how long the toy box is going to be open. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's go around the toy box. And, Travis, do you have anything you want to talk about? I was thinking uh, like 36 ounces for a cup. Like how big is a cup to be considered a bucket? That's what I want to talk okay, about. Okay, I can talk about that before we get started today. <laughs> it's you, such a legit question, though. Like, that's the sad part. Other than that, I don't know. Did you ever, don't do you ever try Googling that? No. I'll do it right now. Be, yeah, let, let Andrew start Googling that because I know four cups is a quart. Am I right? Yes. Sure. Sure. Four cups is yes. a quart. Sounds legit. And four and quarts is a gallon. Four quarts or is, is a gallon. No, I think it's a gallon. Four quarts is a gallon, I believe. So, how long since I've been in math? So, in a, a, a bucket's typically five gallons. It could be three gallons. It could be two, three, 
I'm just saying, like, gallons, if you go yeah. Lowe's and you look for a bucket. Oh, I'm th- of course, I'm thinking of, like, the taller ones. I guess you can get, like, smaller ones that are, like, the mop buckets. Yeah, like, you, you go to the mean? movie so theater I guess that and would they be have like those popcorn buckets. Now, the popcorn buckets are typically, I think, about a gallon size. Yeah. Uh, I would go with two gallons. I would definitely go. Well, Gallon and a half. I would go, yeah, I would go two gallons. Jared, uh, Jared. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew, give me uh, apologies. Let me get that out of the I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't accept that apology. I don't accept that apology. I need apologies. Yeah, uh, so Where's the jar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need the jar for that one. I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew, did you find anything on the... Uh, on the goobs? Yes. What are we? How much does it take before we actually call it a bucket? A bucket is a container made of rigid material, often <laughs> with a hand. This is I legit. got something. Okay. Often with a handle used to carry liquids or small items, while a cup is a, this is legit, a concave vessel for (laughs) drinking, usually made of opaque material, as opposed, uh, this is so weird, I don't know, and without a handle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Griever. (laughs) Yeah, but like a bucket is a concave container as well that you can use for drinking yeah I'd now, eat, I'd, so, I so in other words the only difference is, is one has a handle and one doesn't yeah but now, cups can I, have handles I've known yes. a lot of buckets with like handles. a sippy cup has now, handles our listeners are out there thinking what does this have to do with kid men or church well let me tell you what this has to what do what doesn't it have to do exactly <laughs> because the if cup. you're for VBS the, and they say bring buckets or cups how do you know which one is exactly. exactly that's another good point point. and uh, when we sing Here's my cup, Lord. Fill it up, Lord. We know how large a cup is. Yeah, we don't have it. Does it have a handle? And, and sometimes and your cup runs over. You, yes, what if my it's cup. A exactly. Right, because <laughs> because that that can also be turned spiritual. How much Jesus do you need for it to fill Ooh. over? Because if it's just a cup, you can get like once a month. Yeah. But if it's a bucket, you need oh, every day. Oh, come on, preach it. You need it every day. That's good stuff. All day, every day. The biggest cup. Of, that is as good possible stuff. Before it is a bucket. Biggest cup possible. Like I need a bigger bucket. Take it as your 7-Eleven day where you a can bring, your own, bring big, your own cup or bring your own bucket. Big whatever. cup of coffee is what I like. Ooh. Bucket of coffee. That's big bucket like. of coffee. Big bucket of coffee. Yes. <laughs> Very good. See? All right. We tied now, it. Now, Travis found something as well. It said 80 cups is a bucket. Really? 80 um, cups 80? is one so, bucket. So, yeah, so how 80 cups? So what, what, is, what was that bucket equate, equate to? Equate to? <laughs> What be, is that? I need the porky quake. pig. <laughs> I, I need the porky pig sound up, but that, <laughs> that's the pig school will be all right. Enough. What is 88 cups you 80, said? 80 cups. 80 cups. Is that equate? Let's, let's, Five gallons? I, I don't know. Four-gallon bucket? That's what we need. Let's go get a cup and fill Get a conversion chart. So don't get a conversion chart app, and what does 80 cups equate to in gallons? Come on, Google. I've got an equation chart on my phone, but I... I got, I'm using this. Other I have one app too, app. but I'm really just too lazy to pick five up. Gallons. Five oh, gallons. Five gallons. Ding, 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 ding. Right. There we go. We got five gallon bucket. So a bucket. <laughs> I said it. Typically, uh, uh, or need officially, so, a so bucket like, is five so, gallons. Yeah. So like that means a mop bucket is not technically a bucket. It's just a mop container. A mop cup. Yeah. A mop <laughs> cup. It's a mop cup. It's a cup. Fill my mop <laughs> cup. Mop. So those big things that they like. And your, your popcorn bucket is now or, popcorn or some cup. kind of popcorn cereal yes. in Lowe's. That it is now a cup of popcorn. Cup of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that just no, sounds no, wait, how many cups are in a popcorn? How many cups are in a gallon? If 80 cups are in a five-gallon bucket, how many like cups 16. would be in a one-gallon bucket? I want to say like 16. So 16 times 
Wait a minute, you said five. Wait a minute, so how many? 80 cups are in a five-gallon bucket. Okay. How many cups are in a one-gallon bucket? I have the answer. And we'll guess? give you that answer. Anybody right guess? This commercial I'm going to guess 16. 16? I'm going to guess 20. Oh, I had the math in my head. I'm not guessing. I'm going to guess 20. You're going to guess 20? Travis? How do you spell bucket? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how many for one gallon? How many cups? One gallon is equivalent, big words, to 16 cups. Woo-hoo! 16 cups. Taylor got it. So next time you go to the theater, you want I want a 16 cup, 16 cups of popcorn. <laughs> 16, cu- 16 <laughs> cups of popcorn, please. Yeah, in this generation, they'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just like that video. They, they'd go get a cup. Want, they'd get a soda cup and start pouring. They'd, start they'd give pouring. you 16 cups they of popcorn. That's exactly cups. what they would do. All right, Taylor, do you have anything you want to talk about? No. Nothing. Okay. Sorry. Justin. I had something and I forgot. Yeah, you... I didn't have something and then somebody said, oh, yeah, that was one say. You know what would be really cool? We should do a segment on the podcast segment. where we literally, all we do is we watch a movie and we narrate the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> on mute. On mute. <laughs> yeah, like, the like, movie's on like, mute. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. It... So, okay. Put subtitles up, though. Subtitles oh, so you can... that would be no. a fun thing no. to do. And, and just, and... We just have to tell what's going on. Something we've never seen Well, before. the people who are listening would be able to be like, what are they doing? That would be oh, challenging. Yeah, but you know, very, funny. No, very imaginative. You don't want to do it to movies that you've never seen. You want to do it to extremely popular movies. And don't tell people what it is. Don't tell people what it is. <laughs> but but like, you can't say character names in, right? Right. No character names. You'd right. like, uh, say, you like... Okay, well, and a Star Wars movie. How will I... A Star Wars lightsaber duel. How would I describe that? that without jumping over the, the guy in the black. And <laughs> how, how would I say lightsaber without saying... How would I describe a well, lightsaber? Okay, there's, there's this a, little green dude. He has a green a, stick. A, a light stick. And he's hitting light it sti- against a <laughs> guy stick. dressed in black who has a red stick. So the challenge is on us to describe what we see right. without using giving away... Term, without using right. technical terms. The, right, the so, so it, it, would, it would be like, this is a very, very or, popular movie. So you'd be like, and there's a, a cowboy who just fell over and is now lifeless because someone walked into the room. Men in black. Toy Story. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Thank you very much. Oh, I didn't even get that. I'm sitting here like. That was close. Ooh. Sorry. Oh. Getting, ready start another, <laughs> getting ready to start another episode, looks like. <laughs> that that just kind of sounds like um, terribly named movies. I guess. I guess. What? No. Like that's, that's a thing that they More do. Like terribly explained plots. Yes. Yeah, yeah, terribly yeah, yeah. explained plots. plots. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Star that, 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 that would be of. That would be challenging. That would be funny. Star, be. Star Wars has a. What, what if we? What if we? Terribly explained plots so, of Bible see, stories. We're hitting an hour right now, so that would take a lot of time. So, what if we was to do like an additional podcast just on that? Something yeah. like that. Bonus we podcast. Like a in bonus in podcast. In well, we, the question is, is like we would have to have everybody on one side of the table, and then we'd have to like one person watch the movie on their laptop, and or like, or are you just like project it, like see if we can't like get like a like somehow like get the movie up there. Yeah. Where we can all watch it. Maybe if someone made a, a machine that would, like, you could hook up to your laptop or something, and you could actually project your movie on a wall or a screen. I don't think they make anything like that anymore. Not, well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's 2018. You figured they would have something. There's got to be that. something out there you can use to throw your image. You can make a projector out of your phone and can a tissue really? box. Yes. Oh, that's all. What? Yeah, I've seen those. Too much work. Yeah. All right, is, all right. Anything else, Justin? We need to move along here. Okay. Andrew, anything you want to talk no. about in the toy box? Nothing in the, Okay. I want to bring up this because uh, 
I told Justin if he didn't have anything else to talk about is if you got Netflix, uh, what's that toy uh, show? Oh, how toys are, yeah. are the toys the toys that made us? Yeah, made what, us. look up the toys that made us on Netflix. On Netflix, and there's what six episodes? No, I think there's like ten. Ten. Yeah, I watched. I watched the first one, which it, it's a, they're pretty much a documentary on how toys are made. The first one is about Legos, and it gives you the history of Lego, and how they came about, and you know what they're doing now. This Talks is, it's about doc- the prototypes. It's, oh, it's awesome. It, it really is. It's amazing. I love and, watching. And so, it. and so, when you're involved with kid ministry, you know your toys is a big element. And uh, watching these things, I, I've only watched two. When I seen the first one. Um, I remember this. I know why I quit watching because it was right before VBS started get kicked in gear. I watched the Lego and then VBS kicked in gear, and I totally forgot all about it. Uh, Is that why well, you did Lego theme VBS? No, no. It was. Uh, I think it was a little bit before that, but I just got sidetracked based with other stuff, and then I forgot all about that. And then you guys opened it up the other night, and we watched the one on Star Wars action figures. Yeah, we we just happened to That's see it. Awesome. See it on there, and I'm like. That looks like it'd be good. And so she started watching the trailer, and the trailer was, like, really long. And I'm like, I feel like I'm watching it. Why are we not push and play? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Come on. So I've watched the Lego one, which you need to watch the How uh, uh, how Toys Made Us. What's it called again? The Toys That Made Us. The Toys us. That Made Us. The first one is Lego. Star Wars was episode and like, season two think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think Star Wars was season two. It's yeah, you can like skip Star around. Star Wars, Lego, He-Man, Hello Barbie. Kitty, Barbie. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's literally... Toys that you can probably yeah. think of that you used to play with in your childhood. yeah back in the eighties. I, I still collect action figures. I mean, Excellent. like I ordered some today. Some, ordered some of the stuff oh, yeah, was <laughs> yes, I ordered some today. Some of the stuff was nineties, you know what I mean? And then like you like some of the stuff was back in like the seventies, you know what I mean? So it's all going to range. Mm-hmm. I think everybody who you mean is pretty much an adult at this point can at least watch that show. Go back to your childhood, and that's that's a good thing when you're in kid ministry. If you get something like this, and it takes you back to your childhood. Oh man, it puts you back in, you know, helps you with your kid ministry. You know, it just, I can't explain it right now, but it just kind of puts you in that. It gives you that nostalgia that yeah. you're like, oh man. And you want to make this happen days. for your kids in kids' church. You want this to happen, mm-hmm. you know, because then you start thinking, you can start thinking about when I was in kids' church, how much fun I had with what little we had. And look what all we have now we can use to make That's it more impressionable for our kids today. Oh, yeah. When yeah. they grow up, man, they're like, I mean, I can already see some of our kids, when they get through the teen class and the college, they're going to want to come right back to Connects and be in here and teach. They're going to be involved in children's ministry. I mean, they might. I'm going to be like that. So <laughs> when Justin grows up, he's going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, anything else? Anybody add anything else? We've hit, we've hit one hour right now, one hour and point. I'll save, I'll save all my, save for the next my time. questions for oh, the next one. I can come one. up with some Game changers. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, give us your ideas. If you hear this podcast and you think of a theme song we can use for a toy box segment. I suggested Frankie Valley. <laughs> ragdoll. Yeah. Like, just the opening of Ragdoll. Yeah, Ragdoll. It was kind of slow. It was kind of slow. I suggested Techno Toy Story. Yeah, Techno Toy, toy Story. Toy story. Toy I, I, yeah, you've got a friend in me. Easy for you to say. You've got, got a friend. friend in me. <laughs> Sing it, Travis. <laughs> Come on, Randy. <laughs> Randy Newman, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh I did hear that. I, that is still on the radar. I wanted something more upbeat, but I might st- stick with the. Uh, you've got a friend. I like to say that around the house. Whenever I hear Randy Newman start singing, but he's in the house, I'll, I see this right here and I go, "Come on, Randy!" Yeah. <laughs> how, how often do you hear Randy Newman singing in your house? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> what Newman's a that's what I want. That's what I want. Yes, know. he is. Use a like, name. 
Randy Newman's coming from the walls again. What's happening? <laughs> he makes good Randy salad dressing, too. He is a household. He is a household. Oh, we got to do our goodbyes before Carol. Either. Yeah, I want to say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. I can't love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. He's right. the only one that got really? to get excited uh, no, about no, the No, no, no. Andrew, do your, do your goodbye. Maybe for next episode. Oh, he's on vacation. Oh, is he? Yes. Can Donald Trump give us a good goodbye real quick? He's too busy with the media. Oh, got that right. Yeah. Well, next time? Next time. He he, he should be coming back this weekend. All right. Until next time, guys.